Hey folks, it's Jeff Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! Hey, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing? We are kicking off a new week. It's Monday, and that means a brand new episode. Is everybody excited out there? I know I am. So hopefully you guys all had a great weekend. Um, If you hear that in the background, that's my son coughing because the sickness that I had last week, I decided to give it to him, which is awesome because my son has some allergy thing that gets spiked and blown up when he gets sick. So he'll be doing some breathing treatment tonight, and then he's got his inhaler, and he's got like three medications. Oh, and by the way, the medications, they cost like 80 bucks a month. Um, it, it actually, it might even be higher than that. I think it's all total like 120 bucks a month we spend on medication for us. So I've got that going on, which is nice, but I wouldn't trade it for the world, right? Yeah. So today's episode, um, I've got Lynn Johnson uh, from the campaign The Turtle Hat which is helping people come out of their shells. This conversation, it totally came out of the blue. Um, uh, Lynn actually emailed me to see about having maybe a 20-minute just crowdfunding call to see if there's anything I could help his campaign because he's in the the trough of despair right now. You know, he had a huge spike the first few days, and he hasn't seen much traction, and he's getting getting nervous. So I actually asked Lynn if he'd be on the podcast because this project is so organic and good feeling that I had to talk to him. So Lynn was awesome enough to jump on the call, or actually earlier today, uh, which allowed me to kind of re- to to you know edit, do all my little audio magic, and to get this episode posted tonight. Uh, because I definitely wanted everybody to check out this project. Um, so just to give you a little hint, he's currently at twenty three thousand dollars with seven hundred and forty three back backers for the turtle hat. So go to his page and check it out, and you're going to love this conversation that we get into. So. I've been reading a really good book um, uh, called the, the Productivity for the Depressive Polymath. Uh, I'll have to figure out who's um, – I can't remember who the author is right now. I'll put that in the link though um, on the page. But um, he got me really thinking. He had a really, really good book that was uh, – it's an easy read. I was able to, to kind of kick it out over a weekend and the book in, was like – it totally spoke to me. It was as if – I wrote it for myself, frankly. So many parallels from the, um, being a musician to, to kind of having the spirit of doing many things. And one of, the, one of the, I don't even know, they're not even really chapters, they're just kind of thoughts he has, was um, kind of around the 10,000 rule. And I, that has been my life, right? I believe in the 10,000-hour um, rule that if you do anything for 10,000 hours, at some point you'll be an expert. That is how I have felt with... Um, you know, mixing music, uh, doing, you know, any type of music. I, you know, right now I struggle a little bit in the live sound because I haven't done 10,000 hours. If you put me in a studio, man, I've logged 20,000 hours in a studio so I can do anything. You know, it's like second nature to me. Um, and and I think I have that more and more for other things, you know, uh, um, you know, there's other examples of it, right? Like, you know, the Beatles are like the best example I can think of it. You know, they, they logged 10,000 hours at the, at that club before they uh, before they came to America, they had their shit 
ready to go. So that's, you know, that's how I approach projects is that I could be good at anything. I just have to do it a whole bunch of times. And that's me. So back to the book here on 10,000 things. According to Confucius, he has a saying, no one thing and you know 10,000 things. And I've been thinking about that more and more. I had a lot of time this weekend when I was doing live sound over at 242's church um, of just the fact that you know, doing live sound is, is, I wouldn't call it a throwaway, but it's not something that I'm focused on all the time because it's, you know, it is a little bit second nature to me. You know, uh, I know how my ears work. I know sounds I'm going for. I know EQ. I just, you know, all these things, the mic, where I want to put the mic, where I want to do this. Um, I've seen everything. And the example was, you know, out of the blue, they threw a cello up on stage, right? You know, uh, not prepared for it. Uh, my tech guy I work with is like, man, I've never, you know, I think I've only had a string part once. I was like, I've seen that. I got it. No big deal. Just give me a minute. You know, I know I, I've, I've mixed cello a bunch of times, you know. And have I mixed it live all the time? No. But I've worked enough with the instrument to know what I want from it and, and how, to, how to get it, you know. So really been thinking about approaching that sort of same thing when it comes into crowdfunding, social media, marketing. It's, you know, each day I'm learning more and more. And you know, I've been doing crowdfunding for, I probably have 10,000 hours in crowdfunding, but crowdfunding keeps changing into, you know, different techniques of inbound marketing or digital marketing, social media, uh, you know, uh, pay-per-clicks, Facebook ads, all, you know, Google AdWords, Twitter ads, Pinterest ads is, is the new one. So each one of those things, you just keep piling on and piling on and piling on. And, you know, I'm getting real close to 10,000 things when it comes to crowdfunding and social media. I know a lot, but there's always more and more to know. And it was kind of intriguing on how, you know, the, the you know, really successful people in life, you know, people that we all know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Stephen King, you know, Vincent Price, you know, they all do other things besides what we know from, you know, um, uh, Stephen King, he, he plays rock guitar. Um, Vincent Price is an amazing chef. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I didn't know this one, but he, uh, he, uh, he wrote a novel about Sherlock Holmes's brother or something. Who would have thought that? Nobody would have thought that, right? So I think it's one of those things that I'm I'm becoming. It's lightening the 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 sadness I have that I don't get to be in a recording studio all, all the time, right? Like I, I I I loved it. It was it's great. I love that creativity, and I'm finding that the more and more that I'm allowed to use that creativity or take that energy that I I, I learned and honed in the live or in the studio atmosphere or the live at, atmosphere that I get to put that into my clients, put that into crowdfunding, um, still get that creativity out of it while I'm still picking up and learning new things. So again, check out this book. Um, I'm going to grab the title here for you. It's, it's Productivity for the Depressive Polymath. And let me just grab that, that, uh, uh, the link here real quick. And the, the author is Brennan Reese, B-R-E-N-N-E-N. Reese is R-E-E-C-E. So check out that book. Quick read. A lot of really, really good stuff in it. So, all right. I think that's enough about me. Chit-chatting, chit-chatting. This is going to be a quick conversation with Lynn um, about the turtle hat. Uh, And again, I love how organic this campaign is. I love the fact that this campaign reminds me of, of, you know, just such a natural thing for Kickstarter. I've seen it only a few times here. The Tenkara Fishing was one. This is my newest example where... You know, there was no pay-per-clicks. There was no huge expectations. There's no get-rich scheme off of this. This is literally like, I want to make this hat that I love for 20 years, and it's a fun hat. 
and Kickstarter and the community uh, embraces it, sees the energy behind it, and boom, puts it up on its shoulders and supports it. And um, I hope everybody who's listening to this, go check it out. Um, it's, just a, it's just a really good natural campaign. Oh, real quick, by the way, um, if you're listening to the podcast, please make sure you subscribe through iTunes. Still trying to get up in the new and noteworthy section. So that's huge. If you like what you're hearing, please leave me a review. It helps out so much. Thank you. I know I'm not a huge review guy. I'm sure you're not either. But I would love it if you would leave one because I got to get up. I got to get up in the new and noteworthy section for this. For this. Also, if you really want to deep dive into um, uh, the, the crowdfunding world, join our Slack channel. Uh, if you go to the website, woodshed.agency, that's all you got to type in. Top corner, it says join our community. Go there, click on it. And all you got to do is put your email in. We won't spam you or anything like that. You might get a few emails from us once in a while. But if you go to that, you're going to see our, our channel of Paul, Luan, Sean Neal, myself, and a bunch of other people who love crowdfunding. And we're, you know, we're talking basically inside baseball and talking deep strategy. If you check it out right now, uh, you'll see a couple of my last posts um, where I definitely recommend checking out the Tim Ferriss podcast where he interviews um, Shep, uh, uh, Shep Gort. Yeah, Shep Gordon. Sorry, I, I had a brain freeze there for a second. Really, really amazing interview, and definitely probably the most influential people person to me right now. I just I, I love it. And there's a great documentary on him um, as well uh, that Mike Myers from Wayne's World, that's now Austin Powers. He did a great documentary on him. So I would strongly recommend checking that out too. So all right, this is my final time. That's enough of me. Enough of me. Join the community. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. And go check out my interview right now with Lynn Johnson from the Turtle Hop. So why are you telling me that it's okay to waste away all my life? I've been there so many times. I watched them die in the key. Addiction makes you a slave. I've been there so many times before being so high above and then came crashing down. How's it going? Hey, Fuzzy, are you going to be only audio? Uh, yeah, my I've got a laptop. It's closed at the moment, so is that okay? Video or audio? I don't care. I'm uh, yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm cool with the video for right now. I'm uh, recording audio at the moment. Okay, I'm just going to turn down. If you need to use video, I'm turning down the screen so that my glasses don't reflect badly. Okay, cool. Hi, how are you? Extraordinarily well. How are you doing today? I can't complain. Uh, I like your hat, by the way. Thank you. You know what the answer to that is? Get a job where they let you complain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I appreciate you emailing me and, and then obviously quickly getting on my podcast because I love the story. I uh, checked out a lot of the press you've gotten. I thought your email had a ton of great questions in it. And just so you know, so my podcast, we try to help people doing crowdfunding, right? So I thought the position you're in is a very unique one where you're having a ton of success, you're having press, but you're trying to get to that next level, right? Like you're trying to push it a little farther. Yes, and I'm not sure it's unique because other people, I think, do peak, but if the potential is there, I want to grab all I can. Well, well, a lot, you know, it's funny you say that. A lot of my conversations, sometimes people just kind of, you know, hit the pause button. They're, they're comfortable with, this is what we got. You know, well, I got my 5K. Cool. 
you know, and uh, they don't want to go that much farther, which is always odd to me because I, I believe your boat. You got the momentum, go grab it, you know. Um, but yeah, so I guess, why don't we just start with, it, you know, just tell me a little bit about the project, where it came from, the idea, and, so that my listeners can kind of visualize what's sitting on your head right now. Good. Uh, I always start an interview right now, and I'm hearing you like, no. I always start an interview with a, an apology, because if you've seen much of my material, you are already familiar with some of what I'm going to say. But... I got this hat 20 years ago, and my, my most fun is I'm very much in church circles, so the fun of backing people up by saying, oh, I went to hell to get this hat <laughs> is just slightly offensive enough that it suits me very well to sort of back people up. It's, I find it humorous. So I went to hell because I was skiing in Purgatory, Colorado, which is near Durango. I tore my ACL. That evening, I literally was limping off to dinner in a brace that my friend had gone to town to get. And it was a place that was a summer golf resort, and they had this amazing turtle hat, and I snapped it up so fast. <laughs> was, that a, was that a pun later. there with the, with the snap? That is deliberately a pun. That's <laughs> one of the few puns that I'm allowing myself. <laughs> these days. That's hilarious. Um, so within two days, getting on the plane, people are immediately being very friendly. Now, I'm kind of an outgoing guy instead of very shy, and mm -hmm. so I was eating it up. People saying, oh, I like your hat, or... The ones who are trying to be cool saying, dude, do you know you have a turtle on your head? And it was such fun. And it, it helped bridge that moment. Do I ignore this person? Do I smile at this person? Are they friendly? Or am I going to have to do one of those awkward moments? No, you get past the awkward moment. It's friendly. If I go up to ask a stewardess for help, um, I'm thinking about when your flight's canceled. They know right away. This is not probably a guy who's going to be fussy at them. He's a guy who's chilled out and laid back or he would not be wearing such a far out hat on his head. And it works for me across the board almost everywhere. In 20 years, I've only had one person be rude to me. And the truth is, it might have been my fault because I was speaking across him in the supermarket line to somebody who was interested. <laughs> so, so, so you're batting a thousand percent. I'm let you speak, sorry. I said you're batting a thousand percent, it sounds like, with the, the, the conversations out there. Pretty good. So I, about two years ago, actually I was trying to replace it four or five years ago. I've been trying for literally 10 years. When it was five years old, it began to get worn out and nasty looking. I didn't want to take it off. And it took me, I've forgotten now the exact figure because I've told this story a lot in the last month, but it took me years, like nine years to find a replacement. I finally found one on Etsy in a used clothing store. They had this one hat. I snapped it up. My old one was so bad, I couldn't really wear it in public. And so I started wearing the new one. And as it began to get tatty after three or four years, I realized I will never find another in this lifetime. What do I do? So I worked in the clothing industry. I contacted my hat people in, in China, in fact, and said, can you make me a new hat? They said, sure, no problem. Order a 1000 So I put it on the shelf, of course. Nobody has $5,000 to, to, right. to put on hats, especially for one hat. So about a year later, I'm beginning to learn about Kickstarter, and my daughter's beginning to say, oh, Dad, you, you should think about this. And indeed, we began to think very seriously about the possibility of doing hats on Kickstarter. Um, about a year ago, a little less, I began to look seriously at selling the business I was in. And when that began to look like selling, I began to gear up preparing, thinking about, and making a website for this hat so that we could do it. So when I sold the business in May, I was already well started by several weeks into 
um, getting a domain name and getting email names and, and uh, beginning to do a website so that then I began to work through the summer on the Kickstarter website and the rest of it I was ready to go because I think they had so much fun. I truly and sincerely want to share it. I don't mind making money, but it's one of those projects. We had a local personality who used to stay on TV somewhat offensively. I don't want to make money. I just want to sell guns. <laughs> All <laughs> <Okay>. right. <laughs> so my view is making money is almost secondary to putting this smile on more people. And the, the big deal is, you can't be grumpy with a turtle on your head. I've tried. It doesn't work. You just need to throw it off. So for me, it, is, it has become, and for my family, Dad's Chill Out Hat. It's a self-help course in chilling out. When you put the turtle on your head, you say, okay, I'm not doing business. I'm not going to be grumpy. I'm putting on my, it's a day off. Let's focus on the kids, focus on the family, or focus on the vacation hat. And it works so well for me. I think it'll work for other people, too. You know, so when you were just mentioning that part of it, uh, I'm a big reader on medium.com. I don't know if you're familiar with medium at all. It's like a blogging type of site. And a lot of the big articles there are, you know, the sort of self-help articles or the productivity articles or the, you know, if you stop doing this in the morning, don't check your emails before eight in the morning type of vibe. I think you have an unbelievable blog for what you just said there of like this sort of checking out. I put the hat on. I've checked out. Everybody knows I'm now not grumpy. Uh, it's definitely something for me with a five and a three-year-old running around here. Uh, I, I've got some grumpy moments around here, if you can imagine. I think I might need – I'm going to need to buy the hat to, to have my symbol. Everything's okay, kids. I'm not checking emails. It's great. When I would go out for a day off or start a vacation, if I was not wearing the hat – my girls would say, Dad, you got the hat. Go back and get the hat because it became such a clear signal. It was fun. Dad was friendly. Dad was chilled out. So I've said for years, you can't be stuffy with the turtle on your head. You can't be pompous with the turtle on your head and things like that. And increasingly in the last year, I've begun to say, you can't be rude with the turtle on your head. Not only is it impolite, you will look really seriously stupid. And I think we need more of that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I think you're spot on with all of this entire plan. You're spot on. So, so let's break down a little bit of the campaign and kind of some of the questions that you uh, you fired off in an email to me this morning. Um, so campaign, you had a $5,000 goal, correct? I did, yes. And you are what, at 23000 Just under 23000 climbing, climbing very slowly, but I hit twenty three. Okay. And you've got two weeks, just under two weeks? No, 12 days. I 12 think days. I've got okay. 13. Yeah. So, so I guess tell me what you you did leading up to the campaign to kind of get where you go. And I, I saw an unbelievable Vice article. I you know so you've gotten good press. Um, the page is built really well. I think it's great how you use video. You did a lot of really really smart and good things, right? So I guess outside of there, how did you come up with that sort of strategy to get to where you are now? Thank you. Okay, I. I did a lot of looking at the videos on Kickstarter or whatever your Indiegogo media is. Kickstarter is the one my daughter had used two or three times successfully. And she said it has a great community around it. She wanted me to use it. So that's fine. And I worked very hard. I set a very low goal. I worked very hard at having my own website ready. It's not ready to sell, but it's ready to show Mm -hmm. and having buttons to jump right to Kickstarter. And then on Kickstarter, I knew I needed good videos. And the five and a half minute one, wasn't going to cut it. That tells the whole story I yeah. just told you. But I needed that 70-second pop, and I think we just nailed it. Because oh, totally. Buzz said so. Yeah, it was totally great. It was, it was a right demographic, the right tone, the right vibe. 
the the like just a touch of humor. You know, it wasn't like a total tchotchke humor thing. It, yep. it, it was just great. Really well done. So I'm going to encourage everybody to go check out the video because it's really well done. So. I knew it had to be short, 30 to 90 seconds, 90 seconds on the outside. 30 is pretty tight. I didn't think we could do it indeed. And that actually happened in the last three days before going live because I knew I had to go live. I'm actually leaving for Zimbabwe in early October. I had to get the campaign started 30 days so I could finish, get my initial surveys done before I leave the country for three weeks. So I, I had to push the deadline. So in fact, sometimes Sometimes doing your paper the night before it's due on a deadline really works. Sometimes it does not. But other things were in place. So just getting that video in the last three days worked out for me, and I'm, I'm really very, very happy with it. Um, so that was the video. Then I went online. I spent two days working very hard, and I had done some pre-prep, prepping Facebook, making sure I had friended people. I don't friend people that don't know me. And if it says, do you know these people? And I don't personally know them, even though six of my friends know them, I do not friend them. I'm not I'm not doing that. So, But I'd made sure I connected with people. I'd ask them to uh, make sure they're following me, the ones that I, I speak to regularly in my business circle. And then when I went live, I began to hunt down all of the turtle and tortoise clubs in America and send them one post and said, anybody in your club interested in this? And it was that Good picture of me in the turtle hat, mm -hmm. and it went straight to the video, which is 71 seconds of amusement with a, a turtle hat and all my friends. So that was my Facebook. I believe my son-in-law paid one or $200 to put me on Reddit. I never saw it. I can't find it. I can't search it now. But there was a little bit of Reddit. That may or may not have been helpful. Probably was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The big things I ascribe to um, – Kickstarter selected me as a project we love on day four or day five. That was a big kick, probably. And I'm told by the guy at Upworthy, who did a lovely interview in me, so generous and kind, that he had seen a, a, a tweet, maybe from somebody at the Washington Post. So that may have gone out broadly. Somewhere there in that six-hour window of projects we love, maybe Reddit, maybe a tweet, I began to get a lot of attention and just began to rock it up. That was about day five. And I was, I was thinking, oh, well, I guess in a month I might have made it. And then suddenly we just began to boom. Yeah. And it was um, it not in technical terms, it wasn't viral. But for my scale, it was viral. And we get up to 20,000 fairly quickly. And we got a, a, I, did not, I did not seek anything but the local newspaper. I, I sent the release to the local, local newspaper, spent time with them. They put me on the front page, did a pretty – interesting uh video that was online that's available because the paper you may not be able to read online although if you live far away maybe they allow access i don't know yeah. buzz buzzfeed was the last of three vice did a first one uh interesting tone to the article upward they did a generous gorgeous article and then buzzfeed did one and uh, was it upward they called me the cutest dad in the world or the hat with the cutest dad something and buzzfeed <laughs> called it the the best pitch video you'll ever see. Those are wonderful quotes and things went well. And then about day, let me see, took day four was flat until day five. And then I did about 10 days of booming, got up to day 14 and I, I leveled out and I'm, I was getting several hundred a day, then to 150 a day, 75 a day. Now I'm at 10, 12, 15 a day. And so I'm really wanting to say, what do I do to pop? And this is what I hate to admit. We may edit this out. I'm kind of lazy now. All this almost happened without my input. Who, who can I pay some, a little money to, to make it happen again magically? Yeah. So, so, you got, so you're definitely in that, 
uh, my, my company con- usually refers to this as the, the trough of despair. So uh, you're, you're in this like complete trend of almost every Kickstarter on the planet. I've only ran one Kickstarter where I didn't have it, where you get a big spike in the beginning, big spike at the end. And the middle, you just, you get how you're feeling like, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's going on? What's going on? Maybe it's not a good idea. But I think, I know you'll see a spike at the end because of how cool the product is. But, but what we usually try to do is that we usually try to find this time, this, it's where you are right now, day 12 to probably day six, day five, where press starts to happen or some more traditional type of marketing might come into play to, to, to kind of combat this, this trough, right? This sort of not, not a lot of interest. So that's where when I, when I saw your thing and I, and I, I went through your, um, you, you sent me your dashboard, which I thought was awesome too, because I could actually look and be like, oh, I see what's going on here. Um, my, my biggest thing is I'm blown away that you actually haven't had any Facebook love at the moment, that there's been no like Facebook traffic or a healthy amount of it. Because typically in all the campaigns I work on, I see a ton of Facebook. Um, I thought I was picking up a solid 10% from, or 9% from Facebook connections. Did I miss that? Let me look. Yeah. Yeah, Let stop at the top. I'm, I'm, look, if you're not looking at video particularly now, I'm walking to another computer. Yeah. Let me uh, pop because, it back up. And I, that one pops right to my dashboard. Oh, I have an iPhone I forget to use. There's always that. Yeah, I'm just old enough that technology sometimes isn't, you know, I'm the kind of guy who copies it so he can fax it. Instead so, of, do you, so my question then was, was, are you doing a Facebook strat ad strategy right now? Oh, not any ad strategy whatsoever. This is all the stuff I did, just sent, sending it to people. So I never had a an ad face on Facebook. You're right. right. So, so I think what I what I'm what I was looking at is, could you at this moment, because you know you're you, you're you you know you squashed your goal, is is stand back and maybe create one or two uh, solid ads at, with. You know, with those great quotes that you just got, I mean, those are great, unbelievable, natural quotes, right? Yes. If you could take that and make one or two Facebook ads and be very narrow targeted to your demographic, I think I think you'd have a ton of success with like spending a hundred bucks, basically. Okay. Yeah. Here, so, here, yeah, here. I see Facebook. Yeah. So, so this is what I was looking at. So, yeah, I see Facebook at uh, basically uh, eleven hundred dollars or so, right? Usually, I see Facebook at the top at like the four thousand dollar number is usually what uh, is usually what my campaigns typically look like. So okay. that that's where I can tell that Facebook's all natural right now, which is great. But if you did put a little bit behind it, um, I think you'd have I think you'd have a really really solid campaign to push, um, and 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 probably like I said, a hundred to one hundred fifty bucks tops for the next twelve days would get you a ton of. A ton of traction, but I'd also look at really narrowing your focus and your target audience. I mean, I think you know who it is. No, I don't. Really? That's, I don't know what the demographic is. Is it? I really do not know. And I've, I've looked at the names and many of the where they live on all my backers, 700 of them, but I don't know what that pattern is. So do you think, do you think women would wear this? I think women would wear it because I've had a lot say, oh, or two or three say, I'm glad it's got the back so I can put my ponytail through. I like wearing things so I can put my ponytail through, that sort of thing. Do you or, think they'd be the majority, though? No, no. I'm aiming it at men, and they can't be college-age because most college-age guys take themselves too exactly. seriously. And you can't take yourself seriously. You've got to be a little bit mature and chilled out. So if somebody says, hey, you've got a turtle on your head, you don't get upset about it. Yep. So if you ran an ad 
for probably 45 and older, probably United States, you know, uh-huh. I think golf would be your community, right? It yes. almost has a golf hat type of vibe. That's at first I was like, is that a golf hat? No, didn't, you know, <coughs> excuse me. So I definitely look at that golf community as a, as a key target. Um, fun. I think you have the ministry vibe, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. There's a touch of that touch of, you know, I think that's the target audience. Um, and then I would start looking at, uh, more associations. So then, um, the Terrapins of university of Maryland are the obvious one that I know. Right. So what are the other, what are other, um, colleges that have turtle in their name? I mean, there's gotta be, there's gotta be double a or, you know, the, um, I don't think so. Turtle's not a common one for that kind of thing. The Terrapins may be the only one. It's interesting. God, I'd have to Google that. that, that you, I cannot, you know, it's funny because I'm a big sports guy and I can't think of anything at the moment. What about there, minor, are there minor league teams? Baseball, minor league baseball at all? No. See, I'm, I'm not a sports guy to follow it heavily, but the turtle is not aggressive and you get that Mustangs, <laughs> Cougars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Free, you know, and that's not happening. Like the name of cars in the 60s, it's not right. happening with turtle. It's like, <laughs> that's like the worst car name on the planet, isn't it? The BW with a governor, so it can't go over 45. Right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's so. Um, I'm working on my humor. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Um, you, you know, what else I would look at is what are the groups that have the, um, the, uh, the dad jokes? There's, um, there was a BuzzFeed that came out the other day of like dad humor. But I believe there's a couple dad humor blogs that are out there that have just the you know the funny stuff that dads do. Good. Uh, I would I would Google a couple of Google searches of that. Uh, another tool I'd look at. I, so a couple tools I'd look at. Look at Green Inbox. Are you familiar with that one? Yep. Okay. So you, oh, you've used it, or you, have you seen it? Oh, no, I've heard the name. Okay, so check out Green Inbox, and I think there's two things I'd look at. I'd look at one sending a personal message through Facebook if you want to. The other feature they have is, is they have a journalist feature that you could search pe- more writers that have wrote about Kickstarter and see if you can get a little more press outreach based off of the fact that you've had Vice, BuzzFeed, and so on and so forth. So you can go in there, search reporters for the Washington Post, LA you know, you could just yeah. search. And, and you can actually look at the URLs. So those, I would look at that tool. The second tool I'd look at is a tool called BuzzSumo. That's B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O. That tool is pretty intriguing because you can go in and search for influencers in these target markets we're talking about, right? So, Maryland Terrapins, you know, you can go search that and see who's tweeting on, you know, who's tweeting right now. And they yeah. might have 50, 60,000, 100,000, million people, whatever. You, you can send them a link, go, hey, here's my BuzzFeed. You can tweet at them. Um, you can also use a tool called Tweet Guru. That's t- like tweet, G U R U. And you can direct message these people. You can do them 12 at a time, so you have to be a little selective of like, but if you found 12 major influencers in our, you know, golf hat equipment, you know, whatever it might be, you know, uh, the you know, Maryland Terrapins, whatever, you, you know what I'm talking about. If you find 12 of those, tweet at them, you, I guarantee you'll get some attention because there's already been attention. It's a, it's a, no, it's a, it's a great, fun product. So um, I think those two tools right away could help. Uh, just kind of combat where you are right now, especially if you can get some press going, especially if you can get a little bit more Facebook outreach. And then I would create one to three Facebook ads 
uh, targeting this demographic, have a narrow focus. Don't go that wide. I probably, even though women say they like it, I don't think I would target them because you're gonna. Have, it's a little bit of pay per click, and yeah. I would I would literally sit there and and try to drive as many eyeballs as possible uh, through Facebook because I think you'll get a, if you do the ads correctly and you've got good video right now, you've got good photos, you've got good quotes. You know, three ads, a hundred bucks, twelve days. I think you'll get some traction. Sounds good. So. Um, can, to what extent should I use, I think that 71 second video on Kickstarter is good. To what extent should I reuse that for those ads? So I actually have had a lot more success with Facebook ads with a great, uh, photo and tagline. The videos while cheap and get a lot of impressions, I get very little call to actions from them. And this is a like your website is perfect. Call to action. You go to the website, go to Kickstarter, right? It's that simple. Keep your ads that same mentality. Image of okay. a dad wearing the hat, being funny, or you know, uh, and a and a and one of your kicks, you know, your kick butt sayings you just got. Boom, go to Kickstarter. Next, you know, that simple. That's so simple because I've got some good pictures yep. already. I can pull and use. Yep. And, and okay. I would, you, you, and, and again, it really comes down to really narrowing that audience. A lot of, again, everybody always goes wide. I go narrow because yeah. if, you know, well, if your ad popped into my newsfeed, I might buy it. But if your, if your ad popped into my business partner's newsfeed, my, my, Sean, you know, no kids, not yeah. a dad, he, we, you just wasted a click, you know, and that costs you three cents, four cents. So, um, so, you know, that's, that's where I'd stand back and I'd look at it because, you know, the story's great. The traction you've gotten so far is great. It's just, it's fun. You know, it's a fun, it's one of those fun Kickstarters. It looks to me like, correct me if I'm wrong, pay-per-view, pay-per-click is brilliant for me because I'm getting a conversion rate of one in 20, even if it were only one in 30 people who look paying or one in 50 who look pay for a hat. That's great. I'm way, way, way ahead. If I can just get them to click through, I'm going to, Bring them in. Is that fair? Totally. Yeah, I think you'll. I think you'll have a ton of traction. It, it really. It just comes down to, um, you know. I'll send you when we get off of this call. I'll send you a really good article from a company called Ads Expresso, and it's a company I've, I've looked at and used. And they have a great tutorial on Facebook ads that if they'll walk you through. There's, you know, there's certain colors work best. You know, certain fonts on on a thing. There's just some parameter Facebook parameters and all the algorithms of, that we you know, have no control over. Um, but I'll send you that article. Read through it because it's a great article. Um, but it, yeah, if you have, I, and I already, you know, you've got good stuff already on Kickstarter. Pull that stuff, pay per click, you know, and you should be, God, I, you know, I'll just give you an example on the campaign I just finished up. It, for your demographic, it was 45 and older males for, you remember, I don't know if you remember Cream Magazine for back in the day. Uh, yeah. It was, a, you know, like Rolling Stone. I just finished up their campaign. We spent $1,000 in Facebook ads, and that garners us uh, just under $50,000 in strictly Facebook ads. So, Good return. Everybody would do that on the planet, I think, right? Um, yeah. and, but it, again, men, demographic, older, narrow focus. We were looking for you know, people who like rock and roll back in the day. I think you can get this with golf. Probably hunting might be a keyword um, here and there maybe. You know? Um, you know, I'll give you another quick tool to check out. Check out the tool hashtagify and put some of these keywords in because it'll spawn off other keywords. So if you were to put golf in, it would give you 30 other hashtags like golf, you know, that Good. you could, that you could pull from. Um, yeah, I would check out that tool as well. 
Wow, that's just a huge amount of value in, in everything you're giving me. Thank yeah, no you. problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love, I just love, I love this project, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of the Kickstarter stuff too. It's a serious. Everything's so serious. Everything's tech, you know. Yeah. And 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 and, and frankly, a lot of my conversations are around where Kickstarter's lost this sort of pureness that it used to have. You know, everything's a pay per click. Everything is, you know, buy this, buy this, buy this. And this is one of those projects that scoops in and is just feels good. It's fun, you know, and it's just, you know, and, and, and that's why I think you're getting the response you're, you're getting because, you know, Kickstarter, you know, it's, you're not headphones, right? We've yeah. seen the headphones. We've all seen them. It's great. You know, <laughs> Apple just destroyed your market yesterday with their launch of a, of a new <laughs> headphone. Next, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I totally dig it. So what's, so what's the plan now? I mean, how many hats do you have to make? Because I, I, I love the reward strategy too, just real quick. We, when we got into that, re, the rewards, uh, I, you had a healthy amount of backers, you know, back at like, what was it? The $90 It was a higher, higher tier with the, 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 the luggage tags and, you yeah. know, so that, that, that's, was intriguing too, that people were given more. It was interesting. I actually was only going to give away hats and I was told, no, no, you, and, and the luggage tag, cause I did a custom tag. The reason for that is, as you know, I put the the place in the hat where I can, when I ship it out, send three of my cards so that people can give it to the next person who says, like your hat. That was deliberate. And I have had luggage tags for years that I would keep my traveling business cards in as my identity card. So if I met somebody and they were interesting, we had a chat, I could say, here's my card if you're ever in my neck of the woods. And, and I didn't have to carry a card thing in my wallet. So that's why I thought luggage tags are perfect. And then I can put stuff in with some of my cards in the person's luggage tag, then they can give them out. So that was sort of my thinking. Um, and I never had a one, two, five, or $15 reward. It was all up in the 20s, a hat and a tag or something with you know, a little lanyard, up the extra, the tag. And my daughter, who's done several campaigns, said, no, you've, you've got to give people a $1 option, a $5 option, in fact, so they can, I've got friends who would back you for five bucks mm-hmm. just because they know you or they know me, but not for 25. So, so I added those in. And that's been good. Then, um, then it was a matter of okay, how do we slightly increase the t-shirts? Were an obvious ones. I was in the t-shirt industry for the last eleven years. I can make them on the cheap and have them ready to go. They're already in the garage. And then I began looking. Okay, an international, a little more shipping, but they're going to get a good deal on the hat itself because they're touching a new market entirely. And um, then somebody in the campaign, I changed one more. Somebody said. I don't want any of the other stuff. I just want two of your hats. Can I get a discount? So I set in a, a new thing that was instead of 55 bucks, I think I think it's 47, which is two hats and shipping. And several people down took down their 55 to a 47 dollar um, pledge, and that was fine with me. They were getting what they wanted, which is the hat, which is what I want to get out there. If they don't want any T-shirts, okay with me. So that's been an interesting journey. A number of people have said I need five of these. One person has gone for ten. Nobody's going for a hundred, which is much fun. So, have you thought about reaching out to? You know, I guess I, I, I'm going to go golf because that's just where my head is for some reason right now. But like, let's just say to um, we we have miles of golf. That's like the big franchise around Michigan, and just seeing if they would be if they would do a bulk order, privately my, maybe behind the scenes. Yeah, my business strategy after Kickstarter includes golf as top three in the list, the yeah. golf stores, the turtle and pet stores, 
and the Terrapins are my after Kickstarter strategy. And then I get to go to every beach and every zoo store and every museum store, children's museum store, and try to unload tin, if I can use that term, to sell tin, place tin there. And that's, that's the later strategy. I didn't see how to do that right now during the Kickstarter. As you say, it would be behind the scenes. So I don't want to dishonor Kickstarter by doing any behind the scenes during this campaign. I'm not sure whether that would be legit. So I'll do it in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, we, we ran one for a, um, for a towel company where we offered it for like yoga studios. But if they, they, all they did is they just backed it at, at the $1 tier. At you know whatever I think we did it at five hundred bucks you got you know a handful of whatever it was like a hundred towels whatever whatever the the system was so so we we but we just worked that money through Kickstarter the only thing we we were cautious of was the Kickstarter fee you know and at some point you're like wait if I'm already discounting these at a uh, uh, you know bulk rate Kickstarter's coming in taking their five ten percent whatever with the credit card it's like whoa let's ease up on this a little yeah. bit you know business still comes into so. Well, Lynn, I, I just love it, man. I just thought it was a great product. So I'm glad we got to talk about this. And I'm going to post this on my podcast uh, to go out tonight, um, which we have a – I'll put you in my newsletter and all that stuff. We've got a pretty good fan base here that follows me for, for crowdfunding. And uh, I just love it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it immensely. Appreciate the call. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, I will be following. So uh, you got a, you got a fan over in Detroit. Okay. Now, hold off on one, sure. one more. Yeah. Before we sign off. I do want to tell you as a father, my daughters love my hat. They've they've encouraged me in this, and they say they can't remember a time I didn't have it. So as a dad, it's a good thing. I I can tell you this right now. I got to find my own dad shtick thing. You know, right now I'm kicking my cowboy boots, and I got to go pick up my son. And, you know, so I'm sure he'll be like, yeah, my dad wears cowboy boots because, you know, I'm a butt kicker, you know. (laughs) That's that's cooler. (laughs) Well, you know. You know, it only goes on for so long, and I'm well aware as, you know, I don't have my camera on, but my hair is going, my gut's getting bigger, all the dad stuff's been happening to me over the last five years, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Good, thanks. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. So long, Buzzy. Bye. Yeah, bye.
wash away what took a lifetime to create.